Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bill Handel here on a uh, Saturday morning, and uh, we uh, obviously have a, a lot to talk about. Well, I mean, you have a lot to talk about. I just get to uh, call you a moron, an idiot, and give you some reasonable, now unreasonable, marginal legal advice. Here's the phone number, 800-520-1534, 800-520-1534, and the rules are always the same. That is, uh, you call in, and uh, I scream at you. Uh, and at top of the hour is always the best time to call always because uh, that's when you have the fewest number of uh, or we have the most uh, number of lines open. And uh, I've never understood. I mean, I understand when we start the show. I get that, that the lines have to fill up because we have the previous show, Dean Sharp. And Dean likes to talk to everybody really slowly. And uh, he gives uh, you, the listener, a lot of credit for being, I don't know, smart. Uh, and he's very careful and he's very cautious and he truly wants to give you the right advice. I couldn't care less. 800-520-1534 is the number. And if uh, you don't jump in, uh, you may very well be waiting for quite a long time because you will notice I don't give the phone number when the lines are full and I can go an hour and a half. 800-520-1534. It's 800-520-1534. This is Handle on the Law Marginal legal advice where I, Bill Handel, tell you, insert name here, you have absolutely no case. Now, uh, here's a weird one, a, a drunk driving case, right? Uh, and those are a dime a dozen. There's a good chance you've uh, been popped for drunk driving. Certainly, you know someone. I mean, there's no chance you've never met anybody who has not been arrested for drunk driving. And hopefully not you, because uh, when you do get popped, uh, it's like, well, here at least in California, $10,000 is what it costs you between fines and uh, off to uh, the drunk driving school, which is a ton of money. And let's not forget your insurance goes through the roof if you can keep your insurance after a drunk driving conviction. So uh, here's one that's a little bit different. This is in Pennsylvania. And who lives in Pennsylvania? The Amish. The Amish. And what do they drive? Horse and buggies. So you've got a guy, a 20-year-old by Ray Byler, who's plugging along and he's driving his horse and buggy so recklessly that the wheels are actually throwing sparks. And, of course, the cops stop him, and he said, yeah, I've had a couple of beers. Well, he had more than a couple of beers. They cite him. He is slurring his words. Uh, he's looking at a misdemeanor, a misdemeanor driving under the influence charge. Uh, he was not only cited for uh, drunk driving, I, driving a buggy is the same as driving a car. I mean, uh, have you seen, uh, you know, there, have you seen buggies on the 405? Uh, no, you haven't. Uh, but 
if you have one, it'll go faster than the cars there. So he was cited for not only driving under the influence, but also careless and reckless driving, which kicks it up. So here's what happened. Uh, police see this buggy just swirling, swirling all over the road, swerving, and they follow it. And they watch it speed up while it's rounding a corner. And he didn't slow down, uh, Byler. So uh, he then locks the brakes, the wheels slide, and the sparks start flying. Well, clearly they uh, stop him, and uh, they he gets out of the buggy, and uh, they ask, are you okay? And uh, he responds with slurred speech. He goes, yeah, I had a couple of beers. And during the uh, sobriety test, uh, the horse is so skittish uh, that they allowed Byler to remain on the animal side. They didn't, they didn't handcuff him. He was just petting the horse because the horse was going crazy. And then a family member came, took care of the horse, and um, off they went to a local hospital where uh, they were going to have a blood draw, uh, which Byler refused. And let me explain what happens when you refuse, because here's the thinking. If they can't get your blood, then they can't prove that you were legally drunk based on 0.8. You don't, you don't uh, you refuse to take a breathalyzer test. You refuse to have your blood drawn. You refuse to walk the line. You're done. They arrest you, and you're going to get popped anyway. I mean, you're going to get convicted. The cop's going to go up there and say uh, his speech was slurred. He smelled of alcohol. His eyes were roomy, and they were dilated, and he was uh, furtively looking around. Yeah, you're gone. As a matter of fact, you take a blood uh, test, unless you're going to be so drunk it doesn't matter if you're blowing up a .8 or more. Incidentally, you can still be convicted of drunk driving, even less than a 0.8 blood level alcohol. That's just the statutory uh, minimum. If you blow a 0.8 or more, you are drunk. Under that, you can still be cited for drunk driving. Okay, let us take a uh, phone call. Simon, hello, Simon, welcome. What can I do for you? Yeah. Hey, Bill. Uh, my situation is uh, I have a full time employment and uh, I wanted to be to have a side business like to uh, real estate, buy properties and stuff. And for that reason, I created an LLC and I asked for a loan and the bank said, yeah, this fine. We can give you a loan this much amount and all that stuff. Uh, but they said you are going to be the guarantor. So sure. the loan is going to be under the new LLC. However, you are going to be the guarantor right. based on your income from your employment. Correct. So my question for you is, in, if something happens in the future, as a guarantor, can they garnish my wage? Oh, yeah. Or go oh, yeah. after my property, yeah. my house? Yeah, not as to a lawsuit. If someone is arguing uh -huh. liability, someone breaks a leg, uh, the house falls on someone in house uh, in the house, whatever. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. then the LLC protects you. But as to the financial responsibility, oh, you're on the hook, 100%. You are guaranteeing that it's going to be paid because in reality, Simon, who's going to pay it? What income does the LLC have? The LLC can't pay it. House, I'm sorry, including my. My, my own house? Can they go after my own house? I uh, No, unless, well, it's a little complicated. Unless you don't make the payments, they foreclose on it, 
It's not, and again, all I can uh, uh, tell you is about California, and this is where it gets a little uh, confusing. Uh, if it's a first I month... I am not in California. Oh, okay. Anyway. Okay, then you're I'm... good. Where are you? I am in Florida. Oh, you're in Florida. Okay. Boy, a state full of my mother. You know, a bunch of Jew- old Jewish <laughs> yeah, women. Yeah, I was I moved. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah. uh, I don't know if yeah. they have the same rules, so we won't go into when they can foreclose and not foreclose. But the bottom line is uh, you are responsible. Uh, you, If you have assets and don't pay it, the property can be foreclosed on, and then the difference between what the property gets uh, versus uh-huh. what you owe, you are responsible for. They'll get a judgment against you. And yes, you are, uh, res- uh, and yes, you're going to pay. But Florida has some of the best laws for homeowners that exist. For example, you're allowed okay. to keep your home. So you're fine in Florida. You can have a zillion dollar home. They can't take it. Uh, even oh, if you go true. bankrupt, you I'm keep saying. your house. Yeah, you're going to keep your house and a car. And they don't care. Uh, oh, in okay. other states, that uh, you can only have a car up to X number of dollars. Uh, in Florida, you can have a $300,000 Bentley, and they can't take it. So you're okay, oh, okay. Simon. All right? All right. All right. Yeah, that was a little complicated, but I think it made sense. This is Handle on the Law. If you're injured and need a lawyer, go to handleonthelaw.com. KFI. AM640. More stimulating talk. Good morning, Bill Handel here on a uh, Saturday morning. Uh, the phone number, 800-520-1534, 800-520-1534. Alisa, hello, Alisa. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Good morning, Bill. I have a quick question. I have a son that's 33 years old. His dad is 68 years old. His dad had a will, and in the will it said that his sister would be taken over the will if something happens to him. As if you mean, she'd be taken, wait, wait, she'd be taken over the will as the executor of the the will. Got it, okay. Correct, correct. So in the meantime, his mother and father have passed away and left probably a half a million dollars to my son's father. But if something happens to him because he's unhealthy and has a lot of psychotic issues, and his sister was the executor of the will, what happens if my son's dad dies? Okay, a couple of things. First of all, uh, there should be a successor executor in the will. Uh, and uh, if there isn't, someone can open the probate and ask to be named uh, executor, usually a family member. And uh, hopefully there isn't a fight. So uh, you got someone who is named by the rest of the family uh, or the beneficiaries. So if dad dies uh, and uh, son is still around, uh, the money goes to dad's estate. Uh, and then uh, if dad has a will that exists, you just, easy to replace an executor. That's not a problem. The will continues on. Now, if it turns okay. out that the son is still inheriting, if he's the only one, you're home free. You know, just because uh, no executor and uh, the uh, uh, the person who wrote the will is uh, is now dead, the son gets all the money anyway. So that's not a problem. Yeah, there's only one child. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, then it's, it's going to be his no matter what happens. It's uh, going to be his based on a will. And the only thing it's missing is an executor. And that's really easy uh, to replace. Not a problem. The money's protected. 
the sun's going to okay. get half a million dollars. And then if the sun isn't uh, around, uh, it goes to his heir or successor beneficiaries. Okay. okay. It's all whatever's written in the will. Uh, they follow. It's that simple. You know, I'm trying to think of my will. I have a trust and a rollover. Uh, so I'm trying to think of, you know, my kids for the most part. And then if they're dead, it goes to their kids. And there's a good chance because I want to kill them uh, basically every single day. Um, Sheila. Hi, Sheila. You're up. Hi. Yes. yes. Hi, Bill. Thank you. Uh, last October 2021, I entered into a contract to purchase new construction in Las Vegas. A big, big development, a 55-plus community. They had just broken ground. Um, signed the contract, reviewed the contract before I signed it. Found a discrepancy, which I thought was a discrepancy, with one of the prices of one of my options that I was purchasing. I brought it up to the salesperson's attention. She said they will audit it and get back to me. They got back to me at the time. They, she said everything was fine. You know, prices go up, they go down. Anyway, I signed it. The uh, developer's representative signed it. Now, five months later, all of a sudden, they've done their own audit, and now they've decided that that particular item was not correct. So they sent me a change order for the options, which I refused to sign. Right. Uh, trying to get pay another thirty two twenty five. Now, what does that uh, mean? Thirty two twenty five. Thirty two what? Oh, three. Oh, oh, three thousand two hundred and twenty five dollars okay. more. Got it. The, okay. Right. Understood. Okay, a couple of questions. First of all, just curious, where is the development? I go to Las Vegas all the time to visit a friend. It's in the northwest uh, Las Vegas, up there, where there's nothing. <laughs> where, near uh, Lake Las Vegas? No, it's uh, like uh, there's the Paiute Golf Course. Okay, is up there. got it. Okay, just curious. Uh, fair enough. What is the item that they want $3,200 more for? It is the uh, bathroom countertop and backsplash. Okay, and how much was the original price? If it's not the $3,200 add to it, how much was it? The original contract had a negative number, and that's why I had called them. Oh, okay. So they basically gave you credit. So you had X dollars, and you put in something that is worth less than uh, what they put in, and therefore you had a negative credit. Do I have that correct? They they wrote up the contract with a negative, and um, I questioned them on this. I gave no, I understand, but is that but is, is, okay? But is that what happened? Uh, you spent less money than uh, what was uh, charged for that item. I spent I spent a total less that now they that's want to what, charge that, me. That's what the I extra that's that's what I asked. Okay, and now yeah. they're arguing they simply made a mistake. Um, I got to tell you, I think you got to. Yeah. It's not crazy. It is not insane uh, because uh, your argument is going to be, I wouldn't have put it in if I known it was going to be $3,200 more. Uh, that's your problem, not mine. I think you're fine. Now, had the original item been $2,000 and, for example, they put 200 or $2, uh, they can say, hey, I made a mistake. Come on, no reasonable person is going to figure out that we're charging $2 for a $2,000 item. That's clearly a mistake. But, uh, charging, uh, saying that's thirty two hundred dollars more, and I and you say I relied on that. Uh, without that thirty two hundred dollars, I relied on this. I think you've got them. I tell them to go pound sand. Now well, the, I did tell them to go back. Okay, and what are they? And what? Are, okay, fine. Now what? What are they threatening? Well, they're not. Th I'm still waiting. The salesperson sent my my position. Okay, over so what's to your question, Sheila? What's your what's your question? 
Um, I'm just wondering, uh, what if they come back and say that's what it is? Yeah, and, they are uh, going to do that. They're going to come back and say yeah. that's what it is. And you say, no, thank you. Would you like a cup of coffee? You say no. And okay. then they can take Even you to though- small court, uh, claims court. They cannot finish the project. You may have to take them to small claims court. So, uh, well, you no, that's not going to happen because uh, you're, you're the one. Uh, they have to sue because they're arguing you owe them money. Uh, so we'll see what happens. They could probably ding your credit, and then you have to go to work. But in the meantime, you say no, and you tell them, take me to court, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right, let me tell you about identity thieves. Uh, uh, they're now using fake pop-up COVID testing sites to steal your personal information. Never give out your social, especially for a COVID test. You know, it's important to understand how these cyber criminals and identity thieves are affecting our lives. Every day we're put on information for risk on the internet, like in this circumstance. Don't want to do it. Let me suggest LifeLock. There are a lot of identity threats out there, and LifeLock detects a whole wide range, stuff you don't even know. And if your your identity is compromised, uh, there is what they call a dedicated restoration specialist. That'll help you if you become a victim. That's what LifeLock does. It protects you. No one can prevent all ID theft or monitor every transaction or every business. But uh, with LifeLock by Norton, that's protection. I've been a customer for over 10 years. Join, save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code HANDLE. Uh, call 800-LIFELOCK, promo code HANDLE, or visit LifeLock.com, promo code HANDLE. This is HANDLE on the Law. Good morning, Bill Handel here on a Saturday morning, and uh, we continue with Handel on the law, marginal legal advice. Michael, hello, Michael. Welcome to the show. What can I do for you? Hey, Bill. My wife, myself, and my three kids, we all went to uh, Disneyland, Anaheim, uh, you know, happiest place on earth. 30 minutes into the park, my youngest daughter's sits up on one of those small handrails and uh, she gets her foot stuck in the, you know, the middle of the handrail, the, the little inserts. Uh, and I guess when she gets her foot stuck, she tries to lean forward to unstick her foot and face plants on the uh, concrete blood all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of the, none of the Disneyland, um, not, not, none of their staff, came over to check on us to help us out there's actually some guy that just happened to be maybe 10 15 feet okay. from us all right let me quickly He's ask you did, did someone go to a staff member and say help those people and the no. staff member refused no no it's just that no staff member was there at that time to help out i mean uh, i remember there being a staff member maybe 20 feet from us to the right okay I mean, they're pretty and, well staffed. and ignored what was going on Possibly. Possibly. I mean, nobody okay. came over to help. All right. No, I understand. And if they didn't see it, they should have seen it is what you're arguing. I mean, I, I don't I don't really know. I'm okay. just trying to. All right. I understand. Okay. I, that's that's uh, an interesting legal position, which is uh, not a legal position. But, uh, okay. What's your question? So when they took us in the back, this guy who was just happened to jump in, spring in, he happened to be a uh, medical trauma nurse, and he literally was telling their staff what to do 
uh, he walked us back to this little area where they have like a little nurse's station. He was telling their staff what to do. He advised us that we should, you know, call paramedic, paramedic okay. came and everything like that. Okay. Uh, what, 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 what would I be moving forward? Yeah. If, okay. If decided uh, to... First of all, um, uh, that ride, uh, kids uh, falling on their face on han- handrails has been around for a long time. And it's one of the most popular <laughs> rides in the park. You know that, don't you? Free-falling. Free uh, yeah, falling. yeah, yeah, right like there. Your kid falls uh, face forward. Three, three, well, you got four, you know the only thing four, you can the only thing you can argue is a defective handrail that somehow the design was bad uh, and therefore causes injury. And then Disneyland's going to come back and say we've had 8.5 million people go through that, and we haven't had any kid fall flat on his or her face. How about the kid just wasn't paying attention and fell flat on her face? You think kids do that when they don't pay attention? Every day. day. So here is what you're arguing. Defective railing, that's impossible. Uh, So that doesn't happen. Staff member not being there, right? There should have been a staff member watching over that part. By the way, if someone falls 20 feet away, there should be a staff member there too. Well, Well, someone is 40 feet on the other side of your daughter, there should be a staff member looking, too. So every moment, at every time, there should be a Disneyland staffer looking at the line. Or looking at people coming to the line, because you never know who's going to fall on the way to the line. And therefore, Disneyland is liable. Uh, Michael, what you have is a kid who fell like everybody falls, and uh, that's it. Oh, and the other side, Disneyland is the most litigious company that I know. They will defend themselves even if it's a small injury, they'll go to the Supreme Court and spend two hundred thousand uh, dollars in defense fees before paying you a thousand dollars. So, uh, no, you don't have much of a case, do you? I uh, knew not a lot. Rick, hello, Rick. Welcome. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Sure, I've been living at this same house for over twenty years, and uh, the rich neighbor who has all the land and we drive over easements on it. Like we think they're, they're not in the uh, title, but yeah. they're prescriptive easements. Right. Easement. So all of a sudden a new neighbor pissed off the guy with all the money in the land. And he put up a temporary fence, which still allows us to get down the driveway, but it makes it impossible to turn around things like fire trucks. And well, that's uh, not your problem. That's not your problem there. You call the fire department. And let them yeah, come out. And they, they, they said, um, and I've done that before, and it worked great, but something, uh, they said that they don't have the rights, they don't have the department to write uh, issue. Sure they do. It's like, know, how, well, how did it work before and not work now? Has the, the I law, don't know. Yeah, they, the law hasn't changed. Uh, it's someone just doesn't want to do it. And so uh, the fire truck... Uh, not being able to turn around, how does that affect you other than there's a fire? Does it affect your parking? Does it affect your ability to go in and out of the property? Well, what's the net effect here? What's scary is these big trucks are coming down, and they literally get funneled into this fenced-off area, and they can't turn around. Okay, what's the, net, what's, the net, what's, what's the net effect to you, Rick? They want to drive into my driveway. Okay, and you say no, and you say no. They can't drive into your driveway. Have you done that? 
Well, I tell them when they come down and get all kerfunkled and go like, what am I supposed to do? They want a bag. They see the big okay. yard. What you, okay, so what do you do? Stuff. So, all right, so you're affected. And are they still going in even though you ask them not to? Well, there's a lot of delivery trucks, especially since there's a lot of building and knocking down I underst- houses. I, I, no, I understand, but have you have you asked them not to do it and they go ahead and comply with your request not to drive down your driveway? Are they are they uh, acquiescing to your request or your demand? Well, there's a lot of companies. I don't know. Like there's uh, okay. Uh, have any of them? Okay, you're 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 sort of skirting the question here. Uh, you have asked companies don't go down here, and they say, "Well, we sort of have to." What do you respond? Well, then go ahead, or too bad. That's your problem. What do you say to them? I say I tell them you're going to have to back up a quarter mile. Okay, and do they do that? Okay, and do they do that? Yeah, when I'm here to see them, but okay. when I'm not, when you're not, you're not af- okay. Put- when you're not, you're not affected. Are they destroying any property? Are they ruining your driveway? Are they knocking down trees? They've broken some trees. And okay, some, got uh, it. That's what I want to know. All right, got it. So now you have some damages. I get that, Rick. You get a you get a cease and desist letter to whoever put up the fence and say move it out. What you're doing is you are violating. Uh, my property by forcing trucks uh, to turn around on uh, my yard and or uh, my since, land. Since Money Man in the neighborhood hired a neighbor who's a lawyer. Well, then you got to hire. I, then you I have no choice. choice. Rick, what are you going to do? What, you're going to go to court and have the judge say you can't have a lawyer? There's nothing you can do except hire a lawyer to defend it. There's nothing you can do. It's It's a legal issue. I mean, you're not going to take a baseball bat to his is knees. It? Is, it, is, it a, is it a real estate lawyer? It, no, real, it can be any lawyer. Website. It doesn't. It, it can be any lawyer, any civil lawyer. Go to handleonthelaw.com and talk to one of the lawyers, uh, and uh, they'll refer you to someone who uh, uh, is uh, is in a position to do that. And you're going to have to spend some money. I mean, there's there's no way around it. And then the issue is, uh, is it statutory that you get attorney's fees? And I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Hello, Tony. Hi. Yes. Yes. Hi, Bill. I have um, a, um, what, a, a default judgment uh, from um, illegal retainer. And right now, I, I have a collection agency that's trying to collect. I man me in the court right now several times. Somehow, the judge allowed the defendant to keep going back to the uh, previous case and say that I didn't serve them correctly okay did the judge rule that you wait a sec tony did the judge rule that you did not serve them uh correctly next week next friday i'm gonna be in a court one okay more time. all right so they so the judge so the judge has not yet made a ruling saying yes he was served properly or he wasn't served properly is that correct Correct, but why is that going back? I'm in, I already have the default judgment. I understand, but here is the problem, Tony. If there wasn't proper service, you don't have a default judgment. The law but says a, the law says you uh, don't. If non-service means no lawsuit, you haven't been served. They have to serve you properly before it can move forward. So the default judgment gets removed if the judge rules that there was no service. If the judge rules, no, uh, go ahead. I, uh, we are able to contact the uh, the uh, server. Uh, okay, the people who serve. Yeah, she willing to uh, be in court. Okay, Friday. then you're going to be. So she's going to be here. She's going to be in court and say I properly served uh, the defendant. Okay. 
and the document is sold too. Oh, this document means nothing because the document, if it's fraudulent, uh, the process server will say that was proper service. So uh, the document is, you're going to need the process server to go and say, yes, I served. Yes, that's my signature. So you have to wait. You have to wait until the the, the judge rules, Tony. So what's your it's question? Been eight, it's been eight. But, but my question is how, if he want to um, test my uh, my serving, why didn't he do it at the time? Because why, he, why uh, well, he I don't know. That's his call. But later on, he can attack, sir. He can attack uh, the process server because maybe he just found out it was improper service or it's whatever any other reason that this is handle on the law if you're injured and need a lawyer go to handle on the law.com kfi am 640 and uh this is uh, kfi handle here on a saturday morning the phone number here is 800-520-1534 all right back we come to uh, handle on the law marginal legal advice uh, hello anita yes ma'am Hello. Yes. Um, we have an immigration question for you. Uh, I'll give you a little history. Uh, we immigrated to the United States 60 years ago when I was three years old. Um, I have a green, originally we got green cards and they were green and we never had to renew them. Um, and I don't know how long ago, 20, 25 years ago. Um, they had everyone with immigration cards go back, and we got pink immigration cards. What I didn't realize is that they expired. I thought they were like the original ones. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, no. Once you get a green card, it doesn't expire. Uh, I am not aware of a green card, which are pink, by the way. They're not green anymore. Uh, why that would expire? It is a lifetime grant of legal residency, so I don't get it. Uh, yeah, there's actually an expiration date on the back. I didn't realize. It yeah, but is that yeah, mother. but is that hold on? Is that an expiration date of the card or your status of as a green card holder? I, I think the card, you, the card because um, okay, then it doesn't mother, matter. Then it doesn't matter, Anita. Card, no card. Yeah. You don't. You, it's if they look you up, you are a legal resident of the United States of America. Uh, so, okay. Go ahead. Now, I know that they charge you now. I think it's like every 10 years you have to renew it. Okay. It's like $700. I've never renewed it at all. Ah, that, yeah. No, that's a problem because that's 40 years in jail. You know that, Anita? That's bad. Yeah, that's not, it's also not true. Uh, you're, (laughs) yeah, you're, you're fine. I wouldn't worry about it. You know, I'd, I'd call an immigration lawyer or call the department of state immigration uh, department and just go, Hey, uh, what do I do? And they may say, you got to do it now. And we're going to tag you for a noncompliance, uh, X number of dollars, whatever it is. Uh, if there's penalties, if there isn't, I have no idea. But as far as your immigration status, uh, once you're here with a legitimate green card, uh, you are fine. Hello, Alec. You're up. Welcome. Yes. Uh, my neighbor, I, I park in front of the house of my neighbor, and he had delivered the cement. He has some kind of construction, putting a new floor in the kitchen or something. He splashed the cement on the front end of my car. Okay. I asked him to fix you know, the damages, and he instead he gave me a phone number to the construction guy. Correct. So do I have to... 
hassle with construction yeah, people that yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're going to have to hassle. I would hassle with both of them, uh, frankly, and let the judge worry about it. You don't want to get involved. Just so, How much damage are we talking about, Alec? What's going to take? Is that repaint the car? How much? No, just the same. Front end. Probably two, three thousand. Okay, two, three thousand. You get some bids. You go to body shops. You go, how much does it cost to fix yeah. this? And there it is. And you sue. And you take the largest bid. And you sue in small claims court both the neighbor and the construction company. The neighbor's defense is going to be turning towards the construction company and say, hey, uh, look what you did. And their defense is... Uh, that we were hired by the neighbor, and therefore uh, they have no defense. The neighbor has a defense. The neighbor can point to the construction company and say, hey, your guys did it, I wasn't even home, or whatever. Uh, it's the construction company that's going to suck this one up, Alec. So uh, well, he wasn't home. He actually doesn't even live there. He, that's a kind of a construction. Okay, he but someone ordered, but someone, or, been... someone ordered it. Someone ordered the construction no, he, company. He does. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. He moved out and has a big so job. Sue, all right, so sue them both. Sue them both, but you definitely oh. want you definitely want uh, the contractor who did the who did the uh, the cement, the uh, the concrete. That's who's going to be ultimately responsible. So you're you're uh, yeah, just sue them in small claims court. All right, and people go yeah yeah yeah. No, it's that simple. Okay, let's repeat after me. Sue them in small claims court. All right, three words: small claims court. Thank you so much for your attention. This is Handle on the Law. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit MeetMolinaCA.com. Let's talk today. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.